When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Hey, good afternoon. Welcome to Sports Nothing But Sports for Friday, May 1st, 2020. We made it through April. Good for us, surviving the month that seemed like it lasted 292 days. That's a hell of an accomplishment, isn't it? We're brought to you, as always, by the great people at Today's Dentistry. Dr. Mike O'Neill, the best dentist that there has ever been. He's been my dentist for the last 26 years. I'll go nowhere else. He is my dentist. He will always be my dentist. You can make him your dentist. All you have to do is call him, 317-849-2933. They're open for business. Uh, Teeth cleanings, dental examinations, fixing stuff like cavities and broken crowns and whatnot. Call him, 317-849-2933. To talk about sports and ask questions, a guy we haven't had on the show in about a month and a half, the great Harry, live from Chicago. How you doing, Harry? Hey! Hey, Will! Open the damn door! What's in my wine? Oh, uh, good new Reds. <laughs> good to be with you on this bright and sunny Friday. I'm standing here at the corner of Racine and Nelson on the north side of Chicago awaiting the opening of Will's Northwoods Tap. I was hoping that today, because it's a new month, that they would be open for business. But I don't see anybody in there. What the hell's going on around here? Me and Dutchie, I'm tired of just talking to ourselves. And who do I tip? If the bars are closed, I got nobody to duke around here. (laughs) Scott, my bartender here, I thought I was going to put his kids through college, for God's sake. But I'm sitting here with a lot of cash in my wallet that I I just want to give away. Somebody pour me a vodka gimlet. And hurry! <laughs> Dutchie needs a, a gin and uh, 
one of those things, one of those, one of those fun uh, hard seltzer drinks in a hocker shore glass. Can we, can we scare one of those up for, for God's sake? What the hell are those called? I can't remember. It's been so long since we've ordered one, right? How about one of those Corona? Hard seltzer drinks in honor of the coronavirus. <laughs> I guess we shouldn't. It's too soon. Shouldn't make light of the coronavirus yet. Let's get right to the questions, shall we, Ganilrets, on this lovely Friday where the streets on the north side of Chicago are virtually empty. We should be playing two today at 1060 West Addison. Instead, we're playing with ourselves at the corner of Racine and Nelson. <laughs> at any rate, the number one, here's the first question. Can Justin Smith play in the NBA? First of all, Justin Smith, for those of you who don't know, He's a junior at Indiana University, from the city of Chicago, by the way, or its suburbs, and uh, he's declared his eligibility for the draft. Ganilrets, what say you? Harry, I think physically he can play in the... By the way, congratulations on making it through April. I, I'm sure it was quite a struggle for a man as social as you. Uh, Justin Smith can play in the NBA physically. 6'7", 230 pounds. He's built like an NBA small forward. He can defend multiple positions. He's got a lot going for him physically. Now what he's got to do is show NBA scouts and general managers that he's capable of playing with focus every time he's on the court, every single possession. And he's fallen short in doing that his first three years at Indiana. I think he had a much better junior season than he did a sophomore season. But I think that this is a kid who really needed to go to college and become an adult. Yeah, I think going to Indiana for four years is really going to benefit him. And I think NBA scouts are going to tell him that. You've got another year of college basketball to show us exactly what you can do. Go get your degree if you haven't gotten it already. If you have gotten it, do some work toward a graduate degree. Let's go. You're a smart kid. You're, you're built like an NBA guy. All he's got to be able to do is show focus. And then, most importantly, th this is the top thing. I should have mentioned it first. He has got to be able to knock down threes. If you're going to be a three in the NBA, you got to be able to shoot and make threes. Otherwise, your team becomes way too easy to defend. He is capable, but can he do it, right? He made 10 of 38 threes last year. He's got to shoot more of them. He's got to make more of them if he can check that box and look like he's interested every possession that he's on the floor. I think he's a late first-round kid. So we'll see. I, he's got another year to prove it, and that's what college is all about. It's going in as a kid, coming out an adult. I think he's got a really good chance with one more year under his belt to come out as a young adult and be a guy who can be drafted in the late first round or into the second round someplace and, and have a, a career where he makes millions of dollars. I think that's on the table for him. All right, number two, will college football be played in 2020. I don't know. You know, who knows? Look, two months ago, right? This is May 1st. Look back to March 1st. Did we have any idea on March 1st that we would be standing here today where we are two months later? 
We got another couple of months. We got three months until the 1st of August, for God's sake. We have no idea what the world's going to look like in three months. Things could take, they could spiral downward. They, we could become uh, more moderate in our thoughts about hunkering down and about stay-at-home orders or opening up colleges and universities. All of those things could happen. It's all on the table. We have no idea how this thing's going to unfold. And so, you know what? Patience is a virtue, and I think speculating on on what's going to happen and holding people accountable for being a little bit optimistic about what might happen in August or September with colleges and universities as well as high schools, I think it's inappropriate. I don't think it's bad to try to work really hard to put in play a plan where universities can open. I don't think that that's irresponsible. I think it would be irresponsible to do the opposite. And just say, you know what, We're, we are in all likelihood closed and it's going to be e-learning. Why would we say that three months before we have to, right? It doesn't make a hell of a lot of sense. I know nobody wants to be held accountable for deaths, right? Nobody wants to be held accountable for the spread of the virus to the point where death rates skyrocket. I get all of that. It's imprudent. It'll ruin careers. But what we're doing now You know what? We got to begin to examine it as rational human beings and decide what it means to us to continue staying at home rather than living our lives. All right, number three. Was Michael Jordan the best basketball player of all time? Absolutely, he was. I saw Michael Wilbon and Jalen Rose today on Get Up with Mike Greenberg, and both said that they thought that he would average, if he played today, somewhere in the mid to upper 40s. In points per game. James Harden, like 37, 38 ish, right? They said that Jordan would be about 10 points above that because of the increased pace of play and how the game has really adjusted its rules to allow guys freedom of movement. You allow, allow Jordan that level of movement that guys are allowed today, and you have him polish his three point shot a little bit. Michael Jordan would be unstoppable on an offensive force, the likes of which we have not seen since Wilt Chamberlain averaged 50 and 25 in a season. Michael Jordan, and you see it. You see it as he's playing as we watch the last dance for people. I mean, he hadn't played meaningful basketball for 22 years, right? Almost 22 years. A lot of people, you, you could legally be allowed to buy a drink and not seen Michael, not lived when Michael Jordan was playing meaningful basketball. So uh, a lot of younger people have a little bit of trouble evaluating him, but I think that they're getting a good look during the last dance at just how spectacular and prolific Michael Jordan was. Six-time NBA champ, the last time, the last six seasons, he played full seasons for the Chicago Bulls. The Bulls won championships, right? And his wingman was Scottie Pippen. This isn't, you know, like LeBron getting Anthony Davis or getting Chris Bosh and Dwayne Wade. This is Michael Jordan with Scottie Pippen winning six championships. That is a badass. Show me LeBron do that kind of thing. And then we can even begin to have a conversation about whether he belongs in a conversation, right, about whether he's the best of all time. With the draft over, how do the Colts look in the AFC South? The AFC South is crazy, 
right? Bill O'Brien is taking a blowtorch to the roster of the Houston Texans. So God knows what they're going to be. The Tennessee Titans, they might be taking a step in the right direction with Mike Vrabel as the head coach. Last year, they moved positively. They could move positively again. Jacksonville looks like a doormat again. And so the Colts are sitting there and they're saying, you know what? If everybody remains healthy, we got a chance. Phillip Rivers is not a championship level quarterback, but he is a quarterback who you can win a division title with. You can win 10 games with Phillip Rivers and 10 wins might be enough to carry the AFC South. The Colts, they still have gaping holes in that defense. The safeties, not quite good enough. Malik Hooker has never lived up to his draft position. Um, you got Kari Willis, who is terrific as a strong safety, at least terrific compared to his draft slot, which was in the fourth round. The cornerbacks, look, man, you got Kenny Moore the second, Rocky Seen, and Rocky Seen over the course of his rookie year got better and better. But what is his ceiling? Got to figure that out. Marvell Tell, is he going to be a starting level cornerback? How about Xavier Rhodes? Does he have anything left in the tank? You got, you know what? The uh, here's the thing uh, about Xavier Rhodes. Xavier Rhodes is a guy who hadn't played good football in three years. Is he going to be able to do it this fall? That's a question. So the Colts, I think they're going to be improved. I th- I do think though that a quarterback. They have only stacked another mediocre quarterback on top of Jacoby Brissett. They didn't go out and get a top eight quarterback. You know, in the AFC, you've had five quarterbacks over the last 20 years go to the Super Bowl. You've had Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Ben Roethlisberger. um, And then you get into guys like Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco is the outlier in this list for sure. Joe Flacco did it once. He's the outlier. Patrick Mahomes has only gone once, but he's really, really young, and he projects to multiple Super Bowl uh, appearances. Phillip Rivers has none. Never gone to a Super Bowl. It is illogical to believe that he's going to go to his first one at the age of 39. He's 38 now. He'll be 39 in December. I have serious doubts whether the Colts are going to be able to get to the Super Bowl with Rivers. But then you look at a guy like Eason, How does Eason project? What kind of a quarterback could he be as a starter in 21 or 22? That's kind of the question. The future, I think, of the franchise is bright. But the short term, I think they could win the AFC South, but fall short of getting to a Super Bowl. And number five, as I continue, for the love of God, open this door. Let me in. Somebody let me in. Nobody answers. <laughs> For God's sake. Uh, I haven't sat on a bar stool in over six weeks. My my hips have never felt better. I, I, I had always hoped to get them replaced soon. And yet, here I am outside on the street corner with Dutchie. Dutchie's got her thumb out trying to, trying to hitch a ride to some place. Where is a state that's, oh, do we need to go to Iowa? to find a bar that's open. If we do, I'm getting in my Lincoln Continental, my 1982 behemoth Lincoln Continental, hitting the gas, driving west and not stopping until I hit and cross the Mississippi River. At any rate, number five, when will we have NBA and Major League Baseball back?
Another good question, and I have no idea. That's up to Rob, Rob Manfred and the Players Union in baseball and Adam Silver and the Players Union in basketball to figure this out. The NBA, they could go to Orlando. Orlando's got all kinds of hotel room space, right? You could put people on campus at Disney, play at Disney. You could do everything at Disney, play in multiple facilities, and, and have that thing work. You could do that. If you, uh, with baseball, could you go, you could have spring training in all the home parks, right? The Cubs could have spring training at Wrigley. Brewers right up the road at Miller Park or whatever the hell they're calling that place now. Um, In St. Louis at Bush Stadium. And then all of a sudden, instead of having people travel around all day long and go to different ballparks, I guess you could play the schedule in Arizona or Florida. They're talking about splitting the the teams up into three different divisions, all 30, and do it geographically. Maybe you could play in the home ballparks, but without fans being there. I don't know. You know, they, they, we'll see what comes. And And a lot of it is going to be driven by public perception. A lot of it is, hey, what are people going to tolerate from us? Are we going to look irresponsible? What happens if the worst happens? What happens if we put all these NBA players together in Orlando and a guy like Rudy Gobert tests positive for the coronavirus and all of a sudden we've got a bunch of NBA players with the coronavirus despite the fact that most don't have one of the underlying conditions that can cause real problems with the onset of a coronavirus infection. What do we do? What do you do then? Then you set this whole thing back and you put people into a hysteria that right now we're just kind of winding our way out of. It's really interesting and we'll see what happens. I don't know. Good question, Harry. I wish you the best and thanks for taking the time out there at the corner of Racine and Nelson outside Wills Northwoods Inn. We have spent a lot of time there together and uh, I wish you luck in getting in because look, what can happen? You and Dutchie have, you, you guys don't have to practice social distancing and for God's sake, you were there through much of the tumult of the coronavirus, they should just open the place up to you. You have spent enough money at that saloon to own it at this point, and that might be an idea. Just buy the damn place, get yourself a key, and you can open it at your whim and have somebody serve you in Dutchie. Can't open the place for business, but you could buy it and find your way in and and live your life as you had because let's face it when you're in there drinking like from 11 in the morning to 2 in the afternoon that place is generally empty anyway that's a hell of an idea dutchy let's go into the bar business hey will hey let me in i got my checkbook i'm gonna buy you out <laughs> and hustle up with that vodka giblet. Oh, Gnilras, another brilliant idea. How, how I've never employed you as my business manager, I don't know. Have a great weekend, everybody. And that for me, too. Have a great weekend. Enjoy yourselves to the extent you can. Be safe. Stay well. We'll talk to you Monday afternoon. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. 
Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.